1% or less actually make financial independence. So that means 99% of the people are living in a delusion. And if you ask them, what are they gonna do if I gave them $10 million, what would they do with their life? I guarantee you, two to eight million of that will be spent in less than a minute. Motivation's not a solution, it's a symptom. Well, I think that the first step is to dissolve your own shames and guilts and reasons why you don't deserve. There's a lot of people are sitting there beating themselves up. Anytime you set goals that are not aligned with your highest values, and you then don't achieve because you give up on them, then you end up beating yourself up and think there's something wrong with you. Well, first of all, you wanna find out whatever you've done in your life, how it served you, how it served others, and clear out any shame and guilt. Then you wanna sit down and, and ask, what is it that you're really going to do? Because you're not gonna get wealthy unless you're serving people. And if you're not dedicated to serving people, you have a fantasy called wealth. You need to make sure that you really have a value on serving people. You need to have a value on wealth, because if you don't really have a value on wealth, you'll spend it. If you have more of a value on spending it than saving it and investing it, it's going to keep going out the window. Because the money circulates through the economy from those who value it least to those who value it most over time. So you have to value wealth building more than spending. You have to value serving people more than just taking. And you have to be able to, to uh, be dedicated to something that's really congruent with your values or you won't stay with it. You won't build momentum and perseverance towards an accomplishment. And people who have a forced automatic savings in place and are willing to consistently study and research because they value wealth building, uh, Warren Buffett spent, uh, was by the time he was 11, he already read all the books in the Omaha, Nebraska Library on wealth building by the age of 11. He was committed to the outcome. People are really committed to wealth building. They study it, they research it, they mentor under it, they apply it, they have forced savings and investment structures in place. They constantly are trying to serve people and they want to build a business that lasts. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What happens is every human being lives by a set of priorities, a set of values, things that are most important to least important in their life. Whenever they set goals that are congruent and aligned with their highest values, they become the most powerful and effective people they can be. This is when they're the most grateful, the most resilient. This is when they're most disciplined and most fulfilled in their life. Whenever they're living by lower values and trying to inject the values of others or minimize uh, themselves and live by lower value systems, they procrastinate, hesitate, frustrate, and they become, you might say, victims of their history, not masters of their destiny. So you look at how people fill their space. You look at how they spend their time. You look at what they are disciplined about and focused on. You look at where they're most organized. You look at where they spend the most money. You look at what energizes them the most. You look at what they think about, visualize, affirm, and converse with others about most that is, is in line with what they're creating in life. It looks at what they're inspired by, what their goals are, and what they love learning. If you look and find the common threads to those questions, it'll narrow down to what you're dedicated to and what you spontaneously can't wait to get up in the morning and do. Any individual that is setting goals, intentions, that are congruent and aligned with the highest values, they have the highest probability of being spontaneously inspired in the morning to get up and do it. So if you have an entrepreneur um, that's working in a business and they found what is most meaningful to them, they have found uh, the tap dance to work energy that Warren Buffett describes. Now in addition to that, an entrepreneur also has to find out what their targeted market's highest values are. 
to make sure that they're providing a service that meets those specific needs. So determining your own values and determining other people's values that you want to serve uh, is an essential component because you're here to be able to find something that serves other people, but it's also meaningful to you. If you find those two, you've got your niche. Now you've got exactly what you would love to get up in the morning and do, and you get, a, you get to go and do what exactly people want, and you get to fulfill their life. Because everybody has a set of priorities, a set of values in their life, whenever they're living by their highest value, which the ancient Greeks called the telos, which is the highest priority in their life, the chief aim as Napoleon Hill called it, or the Adelison called the magnificent obsession, or the big why, that highest value uh, is, is the most meaningful and most purposeful thing they can do. That is the purpose. When you do, you're the most resilient, most adaptable to pain and pleasure. When you go down the list of values to lower values, um, you're less inspired, less fulfilled by doing them. You procrastinate in doing them. And what happens is you'll only do them if it's pleasurable, and if it's not, you'll give up. So it's the key is to make sure that everything you do is, is highest priority, the thing that's most meaningful to you, so you don't give up, you have the resilience and you embrace pain and pleasure in the pursuit of a great purpose. If you are not living by your highest values because you're wanting to do it with pleasure only and you'll want to give up of its pain, uh, you'll need motivation all the time. The difference between inspiration, which is from within, is people who are inspired from within are living by their highest values. And people that need motivation from without are people that haven't found that highest value and are living by lower values. And they need constant incentives and motivation and only pleasure to keep them going. So our animal nature needs motivation, but our truest nature, our human nature, the one that activates the, the telencephalon in the brain, the executive centers of the brain, which allows you to be an executive and a leader in the world, uh, transcends this pain, pleasure, amygdala reaction of the lower animal and within us. and allows us to function from an inner core mission that transcends that and allows us to be able to embrace pain, pleasure, support, challenge, ease, difficulties, any complementary pair of opposites that you face along the way, you turn into on the way. If you expect it to float across the, the, between two buildings, uh, that's unrealistic expectation. Or if you're expecting yourself to do something that's truly not high on your values and not meaningful to you, you'll tend to give up. Uh, or expecting some other human being to do something that doesn't abide by the laws of the universe. Or expecting them to live outside their values. Because every human being makes decisions according to what will give them the greatest advantage over disadvantage, greatest reward over risk to their highest values. So if you expect yourself to do something that's not really meaningful to you, it sounds like a neat whim, but it's not really you, you're going to end up self-defeating and end up with the A, B, C, Ds of negativity. Internal anger and aggression, internal blame and feelings of betrayal, internal criticism and challenge, internal despondency, despair and depression. And these A, B, C, Ds of negativity that you internally have, which some people call negative self-talk and negative self-behavior, is actually a feedback mechanism to make sure we're setting realistic expectations that are aligned with our real values. And we know that it's real if we can see it in our mind's eye, we see the strategy, we know the action steps, and it's obtainable. Those are the keys. When you do, you have a realistic expectation, you keep showing effort and evidence of manifesting what you want to manifest. The wisest thing to do is start with simple goals that you achieve and train yourself to do what you say. If you train yourself to do what you say, your piggy banks become biggie banks. Your little action steps become big dreams. And if you live congruently with your highest values, you have the highest probability of achievement and you won't give up on your goals. So if you set goals that are congruent, that are truly meaningful to you, and you start chunking them down into small enough bites, so you just keep doing things and keep rewarding yourself by accomplishing immediate steps, you'll end up manifesting things because you just strategize your way into the bigger game. So I always say that if you chunk the big project down into small bites and then down to everything that's within a time horizon and within your vision to see and do, 
you'll get it. You just stay with it long enough. If you stay perseverant towards an objective and exemplify action every day towards your objective, sooner or later everybody else kind of dies out and you're at the top. You just got to stay with it. Procrastination is a result of three primary things. It's an unclear vision. It is an unchunked vision. It means you're taking on too big a chunk without bringing it down to small enough bites that you can go and get it done. Uh, and it's not linked to your highest values. If you take the, the objective that you have, you make sure it is abide by the laws of the universe, it's doable. Um, you make sure it really matches your highest values so it's linked. And the way you know that is if you can rattle off the reasons why you can do it and how it will help you fulfill your mission fluently. And if you're fluent, you're congruent. Then you basically make sure it's chunked down into small action steps you can do and you micromanage until you've proven you can macromanage. That means you do it into small baby steps every single day. This, if I do this, I'm one step closer. If I do this the next day, I do it one step closer. Break it down into such small steps that it's a, by the inch it's a cinch. If you do, you won't procrastinate. Procrastinate means that you've unchunked it, unlinked it, and unclarified it. I think that people who think they're gonna be positive all the time are delusioned. Just like a magnet, it has two sides, and you have two sides. And the more you set up a fantasy that has only one side, the more you get depressed when it doesn't match your fantasy. So I'm a realistic guy that sets real goals in real time uh, with a balanced orientation, and I accomplish more by doing it than setting up fantasies and then having nightmares. The real principle behind the law of attraction is not really metaphysical, as some would like to propose. If you're a woman and you're dedicated to children and you have three beautiful children and you walk in a mall, you're going to notice things related to children. You're not going to notice business materials. But if you're an entrepreneur and you're walking in a mall, you're going to notice business things. You're not going to notice children's things. So that means that whatever is most important to you, whatever is highest on your value, whatever your real purpose and most inspiration is, you're going to filter out of your reality. You're going to see opportunities. You're going to make decisions quicker because you got more awareness. And you're going to stick to them with more perseverance in that area. And you're going to see more synchronicities. So a lot of the secret is simply those things that occur spontaneously when you're congruent with your highest values. So if a person will set goals that are congruent and aligned and chunk them down and follow those actions and prioritize it and delegate that, they have amazing synchronicities and their vision and their affirmations and their things become congruent and, and in that congruency they create their reality. So I'm a believer that it's not as much metaphysical as it is axiological. It is based on human value systems. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is the door to Iron Man totally closed? Because I don't believe it is. Every day, the reset button, the space bar gets pressed, and it's like, now what? 30 years, he has struggled with a dangerous drug addiction that nearly destroyed him. And today, he says he's clean, he's in love. And so by the time you're in prison, that's not rock bottom for you? Nope. It's easy to embrace hopelessness when things seem insurmountable. And yet, it's actually just a matter of time until all of the elements come together for things to be all right. I mean, I, I believe that, you know, most difficult situations will resolve themselves if you are persistent and if you don't give up entirely. And that's what I never did. I never gave up. Do you still get urges to do drugs? I have not even an inkling of a desire. It's not that difficult to overcome these seemingly ghastly problems. What's hard is to decide. 
that thing that you're wearing around your neck. Yes. Being as you are obviously known as being Iron Man, are yeah. you concerned with wearing a large thing in the exact <laughs> same spot? Life is funny because I was doing this before I ever got fitted for the RT. So it was more of uh, art imitating oddball stuff I was doing anyway. Even more interesting because maybe you were born to be Iron Man because Iron Man obviously had that. Loosely prearranged destiny. And what's incredible is how far afield you can go from it and still find your way back. This concept of things just sort of falling into place. I'm a big believer in that, too. What is that, though? Is that you getting out of your own way? Isn't that 70% of it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's 70% maintenance of what can I do to do my part to stay out of the way. And then the other part, I always think of it as like this little super thin, invisible thread. But you can feel the tug and you just kind of, you have to be really gentle. You have to pause when agitated and you have to go for it when you're going to like, there's four walls in here, which one has the map behind it? You, it's that one. And you knock down the wall and it's there, you know? Yeah. What is that though? That's a... Synchronicity? Yeah. Uh, intuition? I don't know. Right. It's the big I don't know. And I really feel, it's so funny, at this point in my life and being, you know, kind of middle-aged and all that, well, I know I'm going to fly around the world and I'm going to sell some soap. And I know I have a new project and I know I've just retired my jersey on this 12-year journey I've been on. And uh, and how do I want to start? And, and it came up, how would you like it? I go, yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go have the Joe Rogan experience and kick off this year and this season and this new chapter by doing what I love. I think part of the reason I'm still so interested, not just in life, but also, you know, getting to do what I do, is I'm a fan. I love movies. I love creativity. I love music. I love, I love culture. And the fact that I actually have a place in it while I'm observing it and digging it is like, it's, it's... It's an honor. Even though he has a whole lot of money, even though he's Iron Man, dude, here's the deal. He's still nice. My daughter is four years old and she says, Daddy, don't you know Iron Man? Can't you hook it up? It's my birthday. Can he come to my birthday? Can you make it happen, Daddy? And uh, this is at his height. This is when it's everything is going. And I text him and I said, listen, man, uh, my daughter, you know, she loves Iron Man. If you got time. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you'd stop by, and this is the day before her birthday. It's Saturday. Sunday is, is, is the birthday. He texts back. He says, is 12 o'clock noon good? Is the door to Iron Man totally closed? Because I don't believe it is. Oh. You guys can go through time now. Well, let me ask you the question. If I pick the jersey back up and put it on, wouldn't you feel a little bit like, oh, no. crap? No, oh. I, I love you as Iron Man. So I would, I would, if you, if they opened up this time machine and you popped out, I just imagine the moment where everybody goes fucking crazy. It would be amazing. It'd be great. I would love that, but I would also love you hanging it up. It's just I keep thinking, see clearly, and it's difficult because I, I feel like we all just get buffeted by feelings and ego or fears or little, you know chips of resentments or intuitions that are tied to something maybe higher but you think is out of your reach or whatever so i need to be kept uh right-sized because i can easily fall into 
self-seeking and depression and self-pity and judgment and, and all that stuff. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a default, but I spend enough energy and I've, I've had enough uh, help over enough years to actually just say, oh, that's, that's just awful, destructive behavior. You're entertaining in your mm. head, you know? If I'm noticing anything now, it's that we need to shift and we need new challenges. And just like society and politics, things are moving and morphing and the information age is making things so... Everything's learning and growing from everything so quickly and improving or disproving. But for me, it's just incredible. Our culture never encourages taking a break, never encourages saying, don't chase that thing because you've got it in your hands. So confidence, you know, there's been times when I've felt I'm in possession of it. And then you want to let go a little bit because it's only ever the moment and life guiding you. The wind is so at your back that you're like, wow, are you just, are you just, you know, jumping over the waves and all that by yourself? And you're like, you bet I am. But there's a physics to the moment and the wind's at your back. And then the wind does what the fucking wind does and it changes. And if you're left there thinking what, you know, so I, I think it's great to be in full possession of what you would call supreme confidence and then see what happens if you don't hold on to it so hard because it's great, but it is a bit of an illusion because like everything else, it's always changing. Always know what your action is because then when you come in in the morning confident or when you come in in the morning and you can't hit your ass with both hands, you know what to do. Just boil down what it is you're doing, whether there's a camera around or just what am I doing today. Today I'm, I'm showing up and I'm trying to be honest and, and also to listen and learn. But really my action today is I'm beginning a process of promotion. You actually take comfort in the fact that your eyesight is starting to dwindle? You want to chase it. But what I appreciate is you know where you're at by what you're able to retain if you fight for it and the things that are going no matter what you do. Sometimes it's about, I don't need to try to use something to hold on to everything. I wanna pick the five or seven things that I definitely wanna hold on to, and I wanna watch the rest of it go in and out with the tides. Smile. Though your heart is aching, smile. Even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by.